0: It's not fair, is it? From a purely human perspective, the people who worked a full day in the hot sun were treated unfairly by the landowner who gave the same pay to the people he hired at five o'clock in the afternoon who ended up only working one hour. But of course, we can never look at this or any other parable that Jesus told from a purely human perspective. Although even on that level, I think it's a great soaring. Yes, it reminds us of the simple truth that life is not fair. Hard-working people sometimes suffer and experience great hardships. Lazy people sometimes prosper and have it relatively easy. But the primary point of the parable is not the fairness or unfairness of life. The primary point of the parable concerns the generosity of God, who makes heaven possible for Gentiles like us, and for those who come to him in repentance even at the end of their lives here on this earth. This means that in a certain sense, we Gentiles, we non-Jews, are like those five o'clock workers. The Hebrews, the Jews, on the other hand, are like the workers hired at the beginning of the day. Remember, the Hebrews were called by God centuries before we were. Now we are also called Consequently, we have just as much right as they do to become members of the church and an equal possibility of sharing eternal salvation with God through Jesus Christ. Now that you realize that those five o'clock workers symbolize people like us, I bet the landowner doesn't seem so unfair, does he? You could say that this parable is ultimately about equality, teaches that God loves all people equally, Teaches that we all have an equal dignity in God's eyes as human beings created in His image and likeness. It teaches us that we all have an equal opportunity to go to heaven by the grace of Jesus Christ, even if our conversion happens at the final moments of our life. It also teaches that we have an equal obligation to give God our complete obedience and service. We are called, all of us, to be workers in His vineyard. What the parable does not teach is that everything else in life is supposed to be equal as well. I mention this because I think there are some who seem to believe this gospel teaches that everyone on earth is supposed to have the same amount of everything, including money and material possession. That's not true. Yes, the Catechism, based on the teaching of Jesus Christ, does com- condemn materialism and greed and what it calls... Excessive economic and social disparity between individuals and peoples. That does not mean it's the will of God that those who have a lot should be taxed or robbed into poverty. It does not mean that at all. Several years ago, I came across a great writing of St. Maximilian Colby on this very subject. Listen now to St. Maximilian's words. If you're like me, you'll react by saying, wow, he's right. That makes perfect sense. See Maximilian wrote, Let us imagine that one day all the inhabitants of the world would assemble and put into effect this sharing of all goods, and then in fact each person, granted that the world is very big, receives an exactly equal portion of the wealth existing on earth. Then what? That very evening one man might say, Today I worked hard, I am going to take a rest. Another might say, I'm understanding this sharing of goods well, so let's drink and celebrate such an extraordinary happening. On the other hand, another might say, now I am going to set to work with a will so as to reap the greatest benefit I can from what I have received. And so, starting on the next day, the first man would have only the amount that was originally given to him, the second would have less, and the third would have increased his. Then what do we do? start redistributing the wealth all over again? Even if everybody began to work right away with all his might and at the same time, the results would not be identical for all. There are, in fact, different kinds of work which are unequally productive. Nor do all the workers enjoy the same identical capacities. This leads to a diversity of results achieved and consequently to differences in people's profits. St. Maximilian was right. Here on earth, not everyone will be equal in every way, but that's also the way it will be in heaven. Did you realize that? Yes, everyone has the potential to go to heaven, even if they're not Jewish, even if they come to Jesus in repentance on their deathbeds, on the the five o'clock hour, so to speak, of their lives. We learn that, as I said earlier, from this parable That doesn't mean that everyone's experience of God in heaven will be exactly the same. In heaven, not everyone will be equal in that sense. We know that conclusively because Jesus spoke spoke often of the least and the greatest in the kingdom of his Father. Those two terms, least and greatest, imply a difference. Difference in people's status, difference in their experience. The key here, as usual, is holiness. The holier a person is when he leaves this life, the greater his capacity will be to experience God in heaven. It is why it's not good to wait until your deathbed to repent. It's my prayer this morning is: this will be all the motivation we need to work for holiness every day, to pray often, to get to Mass at least once a week, to get to confession regularly, Forgive everyone in our lives, and to be charitable to the poor and the needy according to the means God has blessed Let us with.